You're listening to Breathe, Focus, Repeat, a podcast about business ownership and self-discovery. I'm Brooke Monahan. I help people simplify their work so they can breathe and focus on what they love. And in this podcast, I tell my story as a brand new business owner and shed a light on what it really takes to make it happen for yourself. I'm so excited to now be part of HoneyBook's educator program, allowing me to give my listeners 50% off of their first year with HoneyBook. HoneyBook is an amazing client management program that allows you to create automated workflows and communications, manage projects in a collaborative space with your clients, take payments, and more. HoneyBook also comes with a bunch of amazing templates, including contracts and proposals, so you can stop worrying about creating all of your documentation from scratch and get straight to the fun part. To get 50% off of your first year with HoneyBook, go ahead and follow the link in the show notes. By purchasing through my link, you support me personally and help me as I continue to produce the show. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Breathe, Focus, Repeat. Today, I wanted to do a little bit of a different episode and just be really transparent about what the current structure of my business looks like and how I am currently making money. Um, So this is something that like, I feel like I have, I've considered doing in the past and I felt like, oh, people probably don't want to hear about that. And then the more that I think of it, I'm like, this is kind of exactly what I used to want to hear about. So um, I'm going to give you a look at exactly what I am doing right now to make money. And I think that it's important for people to hear because for some of you who are listening to this because you're thinking of making a transition into entrepreneurship or into self-employment, I think it's important to know that you don't necessarily need to have or sometimes it's better not to have like one beautifully packaged business that is that you're relying on to make you a steady income. Because the thing is that in the beginning, I mean, like we've all heard it before that like if you start your own business, you should expect to, you know, not really make much money in the beginning. And so for me, that means that in order to make a steady income, I have to have a few different income streams. And that is totally okay and actually can be really smart. So I want to let you in on what my different income streams are which ones are consistently making money and which ones are not as consistent. Um, And a little bit of like a view into what my, what I'm spending time on and where I'm actually getting a return. Um, And a little bit about how I kind of expect this to shift a little bit as I continue to grow my business. So Just to, first of all, kind of like fill you guys in on where I currently am in my business. So I have been in business for about three months. Um, I started off, I've mentioned this before, but I started off doing virtual assistant work. Um, So that is part of this. Like when I say that I've been in business for three months, I mean like three months ago, I was starting off with virtual assistant work and um, dog walking just to sort of transition into self-employment. Very quickly, the virtual assistant work um, turned into consulting work. And like, I mean, I marketed myself as a virtual assistant for a couple of weeks and I never, I didn't end up taking a single, like just straight virtual assistant client. Um, Everybody who I interviewed with wanted a virtual assistant and I could see that it really was not 
the wisest choice for them to have a virtual assistant. And so I ended up coming back with proposals on how to put systems in place to avoid the need for a virtual assistant and ended up doing consulting and like systems implementation, which is what led me into what I do now, which is a mix of business coaching and systems and operations um, implementation. Um, so when I first started, I started marketing myself as a virtual assistant on a website called Upwork. Um, and I was looking for jobs that were posted, people who were looking for help and writing proposals back and saying, you know, yeah, I can, I can help you with X, Y, Z. And it was just giving me this feeling of kind of like this, it really just isn't what I want to do. Like I kind of was dreading doing it, but I felt like I needed to do it just to make the money. And once I ended up in those um, interviews to get those jobs and finding myself in these discussions with these people where I'm like, I don't really know that you want to pay me ongoing to do this stuff. Like, why don't we just do this instead? That was when I realized that like, I really didn't need more experience or more, um, yeah, like more experience or more time under my belt to be able to do the consulting work. I was already in that headspace and I was already good at it and prepared for it. And people were really receptive to what I was saying. And the fact that they wanted me to come on in more of a consulting role, even though I was marketing myself as a VA, to me proved that I was ready to move on. And so I moved on pretty much immediately. So in addition to the virtual assistant work that I was trying to get, I also immediately started walking dogs. And I did that because I knew that that would be a pretty easy way to just have like a part-time gig that was bringing in money, but also that was flexible, that I had control over my schedule. And I really did not want to work part-time in a traditional job where somebody else was making my schedule and I had a boss again. Like I really... My whole goal was to be self-employed. I wanted to work for myself. And so dog walking was an option where like I would see dog walkers in the past and be like, oh my God, what a life. Like I wish I could do that. And like there's nothing stopping me from doing it, right? And so it, I just love dogs. I love spending time with dogs. And also like my dog is older now and doesn't like to go for as long of walks. And it's something that I miss. And so I was like, maybe I'll just do that. So I ended up, in addition to marketing myself as a VA on Upwork, I also um, went on, I downloaded the app Rover and I applied to be a dog walker on Rover. So through Rover, you can set your availability, set your rates. You only need, you need like three people who are willing to write you a testimonial to say that like, yes, you're great with animals and they know that you are good at caring for animals. I had walked dogs in the past. I walked dogs when I was in college. And so I had a couple of people who knew me from that time. And I have other people who I knew just from going to like dog training like classes with my own dog um and so I was able to get people to write me a few testimonials and they accepted me um very quickly and it took me a while to because Rover is just like 
most other, you know, sites or social media or whatever, where like you're not just going to rise to the top of the rankings right away. So it took me a little bit, a little while to um, come up in people's searches. And so I was not getting any bookings for a while. And then once I was getting them, I was getting a lot of them. Um, and so now I don't take any more. I don't take any new dog walking clients. I have one dog that I walk five days a week. I have another dog that I walk two days a week. And then there are two puppies in the same house that I go to just as needed. And with those four dogs, I have some, I have pretty consistent income through dog walking. So the one of the dogs that I only walk two days a week, they are frequently out of town on the weekends. And so I will watch that dog on the weekends sometimes, which means that I'm there multiple times a day. And so sometimes like just with those four dogs, sometimes I have like only seven walks a week. Sometimes I have like 25 depending on the week. And I like working with the owners Um, I only deal with three owners and I get along really well with all of them. They all respect my time. Um, and I live really close by all of them. So, and I really love, I mean, I love all dogs pretty much, but like, I'm so used to these dogs that like, I just really, I have a bond with them at this point. And like, I have no problem. It doesn't feel like work for me to, if something comes up last minute to have to run down the road and go and drop in on a dog and like take them for a quick walk. That does not feel like work to me. So between between all four of those dogs, I make consistently um, I'm consistently bringing in money off of the dog walking. And sometimes it's only 100 bucks a week, but sometimes it's like 300. So depending on the week, I can make more or less. But the really nice thing about it is that I do it totally on my own schedule. And also in order for me to make that kind of money at a traditional part-time job, I would have to be working way more. Um, The walks through over are only a half hour and I charge $17 for a half hour walk. So I mean, there's no way that I would be making that at a traditional part-time job and I can have total control over it. So that is like one of my current income streams. The other income stream that is consistent is that I have one ongoing client that I do freelance work for. So I do sort of a combination of coaching and project management work. And I also help them with like, if something comes up where it's just like they need like some sort of document created or whatever, I will do that for them as well. So for the project management piece, so my role, my most recent job before I, I so I transitioned out of retail, I went into project management and then um, that was what I was doing right before I transitioned into self-employment. And so I have some project management experience and one of the things that I do for this, um, this one client that I have that is ongoing is like I will create, you know, project timelines for them or project plan components. Um, I also will create just different like documents or forms for them if they need them done. Um, so that is like on a virtual assistant basis. But again, um, I get consistent work for them. I do work for them every single week. And so, and they were like one of the first people who I was working with when I very first started. And that was back in like my, you know, VA slash consulting days. And they were cool with like there being sort of a combination of the two where sometimes I'm doing like more coaching consulting and other times I'm just jumping in to help them with whatever it is that they need. So 
those are my two consistent income streams. And they don't really have anything to do with my main coaching business. So my main business, which like if you go to my website, this is what you're going to find, is business coaching and it is systems and operations focused. So I help people, if you haven't been on, you know, if you haven't followed me or been on my website, then you might not be as aware of this, but specifically what I help people with is the systems and operations in their business, meaning, um, workflows and, you know, programs and that sort of thing, but also just like how to be productive, how to schedule time, and also how to do all of that in a way that allows you to actually live your life in a fulfilling way rather than just being productive simply to be productive. And that's where that coaching piece comes in, because that's one of the things that I find is that a lot of times people in the beginning, people would come to me and they would want me to help them with specific automations or solve specific problems. And then I would find that it wasn't really making any difference. And the reason why was because actually the problem wasn't really the system or the workflow. The problem was that that person was had a lot of compulsive habits or was like, compulsively overworking themselves or had some kind of mindset blocks that were forcing them to work even when all of the work was done for the day. And so that's when where that coaching piece comes in because I do want to help people, you know, with the systems and processes. But to be honest with you, that stuff is kind of boring to me if it's not actually solving a problem. And so I like to work with people one-on-one -on -one to see the underlying problems in their business, why they tend to be running around in circles and not making much traction and address that in addition to the specific workflows, systems, applications. So that, that all goes hand in hand. So that part of my business, which is what I am working on building right now and what I would like to see be my primary business or really my only business, is currently the one that is least consistent as far as income. So it requires me to constantly bring on new clients. So that's the difference. So with my dog walking business or with my, you know, one freelancing client that I'm always working for, those are set. And all I have to do at this point is just be available and do the work. With my coaching business, I have to put a lot of time into building trust with people and kind of marketing what I do and bringing on new clients. And so for that reason, sometimes I have, you know, three people in a week who are interested in booking me. Um, and it might be for an ongoing project or it might just be like a one-time session. But other times I might not get anybody in a week. And that's because I'm just really early on still. Um, and... Yeah, I've been in business for for a few months, but also like it took me a while to get really clear on what it is that I'm doing and that what it is that I'm offering. And so it's not really a surprise to me that this is sort of um, roller coastery. You know, I have like high points and low points in my coaching business. So most of my time in a week goes into building this coaching business, but it is making me the lowest return. But it is a, it's something that I am continuing to pour a lot of time into because I know that once I build it and once I make traction or make more traction and I have, um, you know, clients who I'm working with on a more consistent or ongoing basis and, um, you know, I continue to get more and more clear on the specific places where I can help people. 
I know that in the long term, that business is going to be the one that's going to have the highest return. So that's sort of like my long game. So when people talk about, um, you know, building a business, they'll oftentimes say, like, you have to be prepared to, like, not get paid for a while. So, I mean, that that's true if you're only relying on the business that you're building to get you paid. And so that's why I have these, you know, different income streams. And I don't think that this is talked about a lot. But if your goal is to work for yourself, that's probably the smartest way to do it. I think that's the way that... Um, has worked for me is to identify a few ways that you can make consistent income, even if it's not necessarily like what you want to be doing forever, so that you can work on your main business uh, to to build that up over a longer time frame. And you kind of need to use those other things to just support you in doing that. So you really need to find a way if you want to put all of this time into building a business, you need to find a way to live your life that will allow you to put your free time into your business. So that sounds obvious, but what I mean by that is this. People talk about like, yeah, you know, I had a nine to five and then in my free time, I was, you know, spending all of my time building my business. That sounds great. But to those of us like where I was when I first kind of had my epiphany moment that like I was definitely ready to start my business, um, I never could have done that in my full-time job. That was why I left my retail job because that lifestyle did not set me up to be able to put all of my free time into building my business. There is no way, like, you cannot put in the necessary amount of time that it takes to build a business from the ground up if you are drained and exhausted and miserable. There is just, I I mean, some people do it, but I'm just saying like, if I'm going to give you advice on how to make the transition, I think that um, trying to do it when you are living your life in a way that is draining you and making you miserable is going to really work against you. So my advice would be like the very first thing that I did, and I've talked about this before, is I left my retail job and I went into a job that like allowed me to just be happier and have more free time. But even after that, once I left that job, it's not like I just went, just dove headfirst into building my business from the ground up. I brought on these other kind of income streams that were more consistent that I was doing part time so that I at least had something coming in so that I could continue to put in the time that it's taking for me to build my coaching business and bring in more consistent income there. Um, And, you know, the thing is that I think that having the consistency and the stamina to continue to work on a business that is not consistently making money um, can be really difficult if you are not making anything. So, you know, even if like I were in a place right now where I could be making like no money at all, I I think that knowing the direction and knowing what it is that I need to do next and having the um, motivation to continue working on this would be really difficult to come by if I was not making any money at all. Because for me... um, It's it kind of I think that it would give me this feeling of like. I'm not really doing it 
And I, that's not necessarily true. If you can do that and you feel like that, like you can stay motivated through that, then more power to you if you're in a position where like you don't need to be making any money. But for me, um, you know, it's important to me that I see something coming in so that I can feel like I am, you know, actually moving toward my goals. Because I, as much as my coaching business isn't consistent, I am still increasing the amount that I'm making um, as I move forward. And so seeing that, even if it's an inconsistent increase, seeing that increase is really important for me. So right now I am spending about 11 hours a week, unless it's like a week where I have a dog that I'm watching on the weekends. Um, But during the week, the work week, I'm spending about 11 hours a week on my consistent money makers. So my dog walking business and my freelance work. And the rest of my time, which is a decent amount right now, is going into building my coaching business. And like I said, that is currently making money, but it's far less consistent. So I've had weeks where I've made more than I've ever made in like in a week in my life. And then I've had weeks where I've made like nothing. So however it is that you need to do it in order to stick with it is the way that you should do it. And it might mean that you're kind of piecing together um, all of these different income streams to just kind of like get by. And if that's what you need to do, um, I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Personally, it's working out great for me. Um, And it is kind of weird because I think that we all have this feeling like we need to sort of uh, portray our lives in a way that looks like it is um, acceptable and, you know, like is like the traditional image of successful. And like, I don't think that the traditional image of a successful self-employed person is that they're like freelancing here, walking dogs there, and then trying to build a business that is like you know, currently delivering pretty inconsistent income. But for me, it is, I think, like the happiest that I can possibly be at this point in my life. And when I tell people about it, people oftentimes are like, oh my God, that's amazing. I wish I could do that. And the thing is that like anybody can do it if you can get over the fact that it might not be the traditional way or the quote right way to do it. Um, I really think, and I said this in the last podcast episode, like, you are allowed to run your business however the fuck you want. And for me, that means that I'm doing it in a pretty inconsistent way um, by sort of like piecing together these different income streams that might not make total sense together, um, but it is working out just fine. And so if you are thinking of sort of making the transition, I would encourage you to think about like, what are the things that you like to do in your free time? And is there a way that you can do some of those things um, to make yourself like just a little bit of money? Um, I have had clients who I have talked to who have been working part-time in like a restaurant or something and like they just like it like waitressing or bartending might not be a, a job that people traditionally look at as like a great career move or like whatever but like 
a lot of people who do that for a long time do it because they enjoy it. And if you enjoy doing it and you feel like it is allowing you to continue to put the time that it takes into building your side hustle or your side business um, and it's not draining you or making you miserable, then oh my God, do it. Because some of these less traditional jobs will allow you to make a lot more money than you would if you were just working part-time in a more traditional um, part-time job. So I want to address a little bit like how I kind of expect this to change as I move forward. And to be honest with you, I'm not entirely sure. Like I don't have all of the specifics worked out. And I think that that is totally fine. Um, I've thought a lot about what I'm going to do when my coaching business um, is bringing in consistent income and whether or not I am still going to walk dogs. And to be honest with you, I think that for a while I am. Um, I enjoy it. I like the dogs that I walk every day. I like getting out in the middle of the day. Um, I find myself being able to like listen to podcasts or, you know, like listen to like a Marco Polo that one of my friends left me in one of our groups or, um, you know, just being able to just be outside for a little while and enjoy the sun and go for a nice walk. I really like it. And so I don't really know um, how long I'm going to do that stuff for. Um, also like my freelancing client that I work with, I really enjoy working with them. Um, it's a way for me to consistently have some income and it might mean that if like, if it really got to the point where it meant that I was like turning down, um, more lucrative business that I enjoyed just as much, then maybe it would be a conversation of like structure and how we could work it out. Um, to continue working together in a way that is not detracting from my business. But like, I think that that's totally fine. Um, These are things that I enjoy doing that for right now, I think I'll continue doing even like, even if my coaching business does take off. What I will say about my coaching business is that I am thinking about just some new offers that I want to introduce. Um, So one of the things that I am thinking of introducing, or not really thinking of, I'm going to, I just need to actually tomorrow, um, I'm going to be doing some work on getting the specifics of this down and getting it up on my website, I think. But um, one of the things that I'm going to introduce are just systems audits where I just work with someone for like like a 45 minute session and we just go through all of the systems that they're using. And I basically just help like make them recommendations for like what they could be using um, to make things easier, how they can kind of uh, you know, integrate their systems together a little bit more, some workflow suggestions and um, kind of pointing out areas that could be improved for them. And the value of that would be that like a lot of the people that I work with are just like Googling and Googling and Googling and trying to find the answers. And when you Google, you're going to find like a whole bunch of sales pitches. You don't find a lot of places that it's just like, this is better than this. And the problem, the reason for that is that like, it's not a clear cut thing. And that's why I like to work with people one on one, because I think that everyone's business is a little bit different. So that's one of the things that I want to introduce. And I'm hoping that by doing that and again, like those clients would not be ongoing. So it would kind of add to the inconsistent nature of my business. But like I'm totally OK with that at this point, if it means that I get to work with more people and make more connections and do more of what I love and probably make a little bit more money. The other thing is um, 
I've talked before about wanting to do courses and I'm continuing to think about this. I've been working on a course in my spare time that actually I am now transitioning into being just a bunch of free content for my email list because I think that it is a great starting point and I think that it goes a long way to helping people get the ball rolling and changing mindset, which I think puts people in a position where they're actually ready to work with me. And I think that right now I'm at a place where I just need to be as helpful as possible to people and really just put it all out there and trust that that is going to build trust with people and give people a more clear picture of what it is they do. And it'll come back to me. You know, it, it will. I am not... Um, a vault of these like crazy secrets that people need to pay me for. That is not the value of what I do. What I do is I look at people's businesses on a one-on-one -on -one basis and give it a critical eye and cut through all of the noise to the answer for them. And so I can give people the processes and trust that for some people, that's going to be a huge help and that is fantastic. And maybe one day they'll want to buy from me or maybe maybe they won't. Maybe they'll just continue listening to my podcast and consuming my content. And that's great, too. Um, but for other people, they might not want to do it on their own and they might want my help. And that's that's lovely. Um, however, I have some other course ideas that are a little bit more specific and probably would not function as well as like just free content. And so I would like to introduce some courses in the future. I think that it's going to take me a while to work on them and get really clear on what it is that I want to offer. But those would probably be more passive sort of projects with possibly the, the option of like a group uh, program that went along with it if you wanted to um, to upgrade to that option. So those are some things that I'm thinking about introducing um, as I move forward. But for right now, I'm kind of just staying the course and trusting that if I continue on this path, um, that I will slowly start to you know build my audience, increase my following, get the ear of more people, and build trust with those people and help more people, and um, that that will pay off in the long run. And as far as what that's going to do to the structure of my business, I really don't know. And um, I think that that's okay not to know. I don't think that that should be a reason to not move forward or to rethink everything at this point. I am okay figuring things out as I go along. So I hope that you guys enjoyed kind of having like an inside look into how I'm currently making money and how I'm currently kind of getting by self-employed. Um, things right now are trucking along pretty much exactly as planned. It's not as linear as I had expected, but when I look at the money that I'm making, I am totally fine. This is basically where I expected to be right now. And it's something that I need to remind myself of all the time that this is about me being self-employed and figuring things out as I go along and living my life on my own terms. And as far as the money goes, um, I'm fine. So I am just um, chilling out where I am right now. And I think that I have some big things brewing. But right now, um, this is exactly where I'm at. And I just wanted to give you guys a really transparent view of that. So I hope that this was helpful to you guys. I hope that you enjoyed it. Um, a few things. Uh, first of all, 
If you are not already on my mailing list, there is a link in my show notes to get on my mailing list. I send out a lot of freebies. And the other thing that I'm doing is every week I'm sending out an email that is a really kind of like more accurate view of my real personality. I mean, I think that you hear it here on the podcast, but not so much on my Instagram. And so I've been starting to make like gifts of myself and just like showing up in a little bit more of a... um. I don't want to say more authentic, but like more of my like goofy kind of personality. So if you're not already on my mailing list, um, getting my all of my free resources that I send out and getting those emails, I would love it if you signed up. I promise that they are never boring. Um, the other thing is, if you are not already subscribed, make sure that you subscribe. And again, I know that I say this every week, but if you leave me a rating and a review, it makes a huge difference to the show. And I would be so grateful to you if you went on and left me a review on iTunes. Um, I would just love to get this information and message out to more people. And um, that really helps me do that. So thank you so much. And I will talk to you guys next week.